0: is going on everybody welcome welcome everybody into the overreaction buffalo sports show brought to you by the market dominator on the buffalo rumblings vidcast network my name is joe miller you can find me on twitter at joe miller wired i'm the voice of this here overreaction show still dealing with a little bit of a, of a chest thing so if i uh start uh, if it goes quiet for a moment and i start coughing that is why Uh, But I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia on a little bit of a work trip. So I'm outside of my normal comfort zone. Uh, But we're going to be talking about uh, something that, uh, you know, let's be honest, isn't necessarily uncomfortable because it's kind of become who we are. And uh, if we're going to encapsulate it, we can encapsulate it with Richard Rush's comment, which is basically, let's get this over with. (laughs) And whether you're talking about this show or this season, (laughs) Richard, I'm right there with you, buddy. Um, yeah, that's kind of where we are. But this is a recording of a podcast, uh, live recording. I do appreciate everybody joining in, jumping into the comments section right now, joining me live. It's so good to have every single one of you. Uh, please like, please subscribe on whatever podcast or vidcast platform that you are consuming this podcast on. So if you're on YouTube right now, click the little thumbs up button for me. That would be really very cool. Uh, just kind of get some of our metrics up. But as we always like to say, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, at the gym with your AirPods in, on the drive to work, or watching me right uh, live right now, let me just say one more time, welcome. Hopefully you've got a nice hot cup of coffee. As I do. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, I, I, as I was trying to work through how I even wanted to start this show just with everything that's kind of been going on and where we're at as, as a fan base and where this team is at and expectations versus reality. Uh, you know, what we've been, been getting the last several weeks, uh, what we've gotten through this year, you know, how things have kind of gone in the in the press conferences and what we're hearing, you know, from the media. I'm, I'm, I'm very much stumped is is the only way that I can really say it. Like there's, I, I have feelings, I have thoughts, Um it's it's easy to go down the road of just being wildly overly critical and negative and fire everything into the sun and release everybody and fire everybody but literally you know i woke up this morning and it was like you know hello darkness my old friend i've come to talk with you again and that's kind of where we're at hello darkness my old friend i've come to talk with you again um but if we're being honest, I mean, and we're going to face the truth, the reality is this: we kind of knew this was coming. We all, we all kind of felt that the Bills were capable of losing this football game. And I'm not even talking about the any given Sunday stuff. I'm not talking about the fact that, oh well, the Broncos just you know beat the Chiefs. Well, they also lost by seventy points or a lot, put a lot of the Dolphins to put seventy points on them and lost by fifty in that football game. So let's, as much as we're ready to crown the Broncos as some great team that you know beat the Chiefs. The reality is, is this team lost in historical fashion to the to the Miami Dolphins just a couple weeks ago? Uh, the Do- the Broncos, rather, are not a great team. We this is a team the Buffalo Bills should have beaten up one side and down the other. But I think we were all pretty much aware that this that they're very capable. The Buffalo Bills were very capable of what we watched last night in this football game. I would dare I say we almost maybe felt it was inevitable, right? But we're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, and we're going to talk about just this game. I'm going to get I'm going to get your tweets in this week. I apologize about last week. Uh, before that, let's hear from the show sponsor, John Spascheck, the Market Dominator. Introducing the Market Dominator, folks. I'm John Spascheck. That's right, the Market Dominator, and I am the proud sponsor of the Overreaction Podcast, hosted by my good friend Joe Miller. You know, his approach is absolutely outstanding. It's excellent. And that's what our approach is when we get into real estate. We help our clients win just like our beloved team is doing week in and week out. So, folks, if you want somebody representing you with the most cutting edge technology, using artificial intelligence and everything we can get our hands on to help you win, you reach out to me directly. 716 570-3298. We will answer our phone. And one more thing. Go Bills. Go Bills is right. Just popped in a cough drop. Uh, if you are in the market to buy or sell a home, please give John Spaz check and the market dominator team a call. Uh, do exactly what I did. Uh, go to the best. If you want the best, go to the best and uh go to uh uh the market dominator team. Uh got our first super chat, and this is uh from Beantown Brandon, uh, which is great. Uh so You you know, it's, uh, you know, it's bad when, uh, the team that you hated for 20 years because they owned you, um, their fans begin to feel bad for you and, uh, and super chat you and effectively tip you for your work. Uh, meantime, Brandon, thank you guys. Thank you, man. So much for being a part of the show. Uh, he says, just wanted to share the love brother. I feel your pain this year, but believe me, don't give up. Hope you feel better. My friend go Pats. Um, Appreciate you and uh, super thankful for you and uh, just the consideration. <clears throat> you know, we're going to talk about this football game and it's it's off the rails, right? And I was just talking with Beaton Brandon on on Twitter just about the window being closed for the Buffalo Bills. And this is, you know, not on my script. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, The reality is, is the window's not closed. The window's closed this year for the Buffalo Bills, I think. I, there, there's, a, there's a great chance they're not going to make the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, you're talking about a football team that has to turn a whole lot of stuff around. Can they do it? Yes. Uh, is it likely? No. You know, there's a lot of in not infighting, but conversations and a lot of de- debate going on uh, on Twitter and, and on social media about, you know, is it Dorsey? Is it coach? Is it, is it, is it Josh? Is it the, the people dropping the football? Is it the turnovers? And the reality is, is there's a wound. There's a problem on this football team. There's a problem on this offense, right? There's, there's, there's an issue someplace and all of the stuff that's going on, the ancillary stuff around it, uh, whether whether you want to talk about special teams having 12 men on the field on the last field goal attempt that was, that was wide right, basically all that stuff is just salt in the wound. <clears throat> just because it hurts really bad when you pour the turnovers on it, just because it hurts really bad when people drop footballs, just because it hurts really bad when Josh Allen's throwing bad interceptions, uh, it doesn't mean that the wound is not there. The reality is there's a wound. And the wound is not being addressed and the wound has not been taken care of. And at the end of the day, the bills are pouring salt in the wound every single week. They cannot win and sustain when they it's, it's not a winnable situation when you're consistently pouring salt in a wound that exists and you don't want to address whatever the problem is. There's a problem. That was all free of charge. Just off the top. Uh, another super chat from Ethan Tweety. Ethan, thank you so much uh, as well for being a part of the show. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe, I went to bed at halftime. Don't apologize to me. Uh, Justin, I'm the Niz, actually left the stadium at halftime. And uh, people were blowing him up. And I was like, I respect it. <laughs> Frankly, I respect it. Um, he said he he had to work at 5 a.m. today uh, and he could see the BS coming. Uh, this offense is infuriating. Go Bills with a question mark. It's definitely not wildest dreams land. We're definitely not living in wildest dreams land. Let me get to my notes. Uh, appreciate everybody uh, who is uh, live with me right now. Uh, absolutely gorgeous night in Buffalo uh, for football. Mid forties. Uh, I heard I'm in Atlanta, so it's beautiful here. And I heard that it was potentially a little bit windy. Um, you know, the Bills at five and four going into this game. Let's face it; it was a must-win. There's there's people out there trying to tell you that you know there's a ninety-eight percent chance that they can make the playoffs if they go six and two. And even at six and two, I don't see it. Uh, if they lose this football game if they lose this football game and win six of the next seven, that there's still a chance, a 98% chance that they could possibly make the playoffs. And the reality is, you know, when you're talking about a football team that loses this game going into it, or, or if you're thinking about having the, the chance of losing this game, that's five conference losses, which basically means they lose every tiebreaker going into whatever the head-to-heads are, for seeding, for playoff seeding, and there's six teams vying for three spots, three playoff spots. To to, to believe that there's a 98% chance because of some simulator, it was wildly unlikely. I think the real number going into the game last night was 36%, and I think that number drops to 20% now. So what was championship caliber has now firmly dropped down pretty much all the way down to maybe playoff caliber. I mean, the Bills are readdressing, right? There, there's got to be a matter of we got to learn how to play good enough to make the playoffs before we can have conversations about winning the Super Bowl. Um, all I know is what I've been watching, and you know, statistics be damned, this does not look like a playoff team. And I don't think any of you listening to me that, or watching me right now would believe for a second that this is a quality football team because it's just not. And even in the pressers, when you – There's a measure of dejection that happens after every single loss. There's a measure of shoulder slumping. There's a measure of, I don't want to answer questions, and I'm going to be very hesitant, and I'm going to be whatever, right? There's a great deal of that type of stuff that goes on. But the attitude, the personality, even in the pressers, has very much begun to change or has changed completely. This team knows who they are. They know there's a problem. In fact, I believe they know what the problem is. They know what the wound is, whether – they're just not willing to address it, whether they don't feel like they can address it, whether there's just a, a 100% complete buy-in, right? We have to be bought in to what it is that the, the coaching staff is trying to do. It's just not great. At kickoff during for this football game, when the game started, they weren't a playoff team, the Buffalo Bills, and they still aren't. The Buffalo Bills hosting a 3-5 and five Broncos team, who, let's face it, has talent up and down the offensive roster. They've got a pretty good defense, too. Uh, They're literally facing just as many, kind of like, what the heck is going on frustrations from the Broncos with Sean Payton as their head coach, right? Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I mean, they've got talent on that football team. But much like the Buffalo Bills. And it's funny, too, because, like, everybody in the national media is like, oh, that Broncos team just isn't very good, even with all that talent. Meanwhile, the Bills are good. They're just not executing. They're just succumbing to turnovers. They're just out of rhythm. They're just lacking this or lacking this. Or it's a week to week league. It's funny because they they both have the same problem, which is effectively coaching. Sean Payton is not, in my opinion, coaching that team well. And you could pretty much say the same for the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's just you've got to believe at some point that Sean Sean Payton has it in him to write that offense. I think what's discouraging for us as Bills fans is I'm not completely sure that Ken Dorsey has the capability to write this offense. I don't know. We don't know. It's all speculation. It's all speculation on how much of a hand Sean McDermott has in the offensive philosophy, if he has any. Excuse me. We know that he approves game plans. We know that he approves schemes. We know that he approves what's going into every single week but we just don't know where the problem lies. It, maybe maybe it is execution. Maybe this team just, despite Sean McDermott's words, isn't focused. Maybe they're not in their playbooks. Maybe they are distracted. Maybe it is something going on during the week where they're not putting in the effort that they used to put into because now they feel like they've arrived, right? And there's even a measure of, well, we're just going to turn it back on because we can. So we we don't even have to go back to some situation where we're going to you know, uh, uh, start studying the way that we used to or start preparing the way that we used to, because we're just going to turn it on. We're just going to turn it on at some point. And everything's going to write itself. Excuse me. Um, so the inevitable question is when, right? When is it going to happen? It wasn't last night. It wasn't last night. The Broncos sending the Buffalo Bills defeating them twenty four to twenty two and what was you know it wasn't the worst Bills loss ever but it wasn't anything that I would care to sit through again and it, it was enough you sat there from the opening fumble by James Cook knowing where this game was going to go and just hoping by some prayer that they would pull it out right but the Bills have moved to five and five and at the end of the day when you're wrapping up a comment or a conversation just about the Broncos and and the opponent the Bills faced you know the Broncos looked anything but dominant. The Broncos did not look dominant in this football game. Um, You know, I I, I had conversations on Twitter last night just about how, like, oh, they're just such a good coach team, and Sean Payton coached well and coached his ass off, and yada, yada, yada. They had drive starts. that They should have scored 70 points. They had short fields about 75 times in this football game. When you talk about, like, owning the field of possession battle, you would be hard-pressed to find a game where a team – didn't have that like more drive starts in a glorious like field possession situation or or field position situation. Uh the, the field position battle like it, it was unbelievable. They could they this the Denver Broncos, if they were worth their salt at all on offense, they easily could have put 70 points on the Bills last night. Now, thank God the Bills defense came to play. If the Bills defense lacking five starters and effectively if they had if they had basically not shown up in this football game, the Denver Broncos are doing two things that no team has ever done in history. They're, they're, they're not ever, but like they're doing two things. Well, no, I guess it would be two things that no one's ever done in the same season: giving up 70 points and then possibly scoring 70 points. Because the, the field position situation for the Broncos last night was ridiculous. And let's be honest, the Broncos did not take advantage. Now, yes, the Bills defense stepped up, the, the Bills defense played effectively like this was the last game they were ever going to play and they 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 went at it balls to the wall until they basically just couldn't hold up anymore and I posted it as such there was a point in the game where you're like you you saw it that this defense is gassed 40 minutes of time of possession against them it just got to the point where they, they were just out of it and I know there's a lot of criticism on the like why do you bring a house blitz to like two plays in a row well first of all at the end of the game first of all it worked the first time second of all Russell Wilson is a very skittish quarterback. He is not the guy that he used to be. And then, so you, so, so it worked the first time, and Russell basically folded under that pressure. The game is on the line, and then your defense is completely gassed. So there's an aspect of like, if we're going to end it, let's end it right now. Sean said as much, you know, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down swinging. And that was basically the final Hail Mary swing he had as a defense from a play caller standpoint. We're just going to, we're going to make Russell. Win it, right, is effectively what they tried to do. And, you know, Russell threw up a hope and a prayer that was a horribly thrown football. I went, to be, I went to bed last night with visions of Taron Johnson having some sort of reaction to seeing, right, Jerry Judy stop and come back for the football and recognizing in his own mind that the ball is coming. And instead of running through the receiver, which he almost did, stop turn around and I know that there's momentum and it's harder than you think but it's just as soon as I saw it it's like that's interference there, I mean not, I don't think any of us were mad at that call that call was like yep that's interference it, it is what it is and and you know it just just to touch on the referees for a second the referees were were very much not a part of this game which was great but when you're looking at this whole encompassed game and when you're looking at this whole encompassed season you know the you have to come to the conclusion that the Buffalo Bills are just a bad football team. They're a bad football team, and I don't know why. I don't know what has happened. It's not the defensive injuries. And early in the season, we wanted to blame the defense, but it's not. The problem is not the defense. It's not the injuries on defense. That defense played inspired football in this game, and they've played inspired football through a lot of the season. Something just isn't right with this team. And I've got nothing for you. I've got no magic words. I have no hope to give you. I don't know when or if. And I get DMs every week from people that I interact with who are like, "Oh, is this the week they turn it turn it around? How do you see this matchup going?" And I've I've gotten to the point where I used to answer those questions, and now I'm just like, I don't know, man. I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what team is going to show up. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of saying that it's. You know, oh well, it's the injuries. I'm tired of saying it's the turnovers. I'm tired of saying it's this or it's Josh or it's that or whatever. The reality is, is, they're just not a good football team on offense. And when and when when Sean McDermott says that they have to play complimentary football over and over again, of which I don't think he said it last night in the presser, finally. But when 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 Sean is constantly saying that, and they're not playing complimentary football week in and week out. It goes back to the the, the clip that was posted last week from the show. Somebody in leadership has to take accountability for how this offense is playing. And you know who shouldn't take accountability? is James Cook. I'll talk about that in a second. But this is a bad offensive football team. And it, it just looks like nobody's got an answer. Actually, that's not true. Mitch Morris and his presser, They asked him, right, you know, from what you've been a part of in the NFL or what you've seen or what you've done, where do you go from here? Mitch Morse, captain on the football team, veteran. He said, you know, I've been in these situations before, and you have to get to the point where you just look each other in the eye and you're like, we know what we do well. We know what works is what he said. We know what works, and we've got to get back to what works and do what works. And from my experience, this is what he said, when we did that, when we said we know what works, we turned it around. It's it's not a surprise. It's not it's not some hidden gem. It's not a secret. They know what works. And there's a reluctance, not necessarily by the players, there's a reluctance by the staff at some point, schematically, philosophically, game plan wise, to do basically, for lack of a better way of saying it, there's a lack of a desire or a lack of a intention to do or get them back to what works even in this football game in this football game that offense was Jekyll and Hyde they went back and forth between up tempo and trying to play possession like time gobbling football they have no idea they have no idea who they want to be they have no idea how to get to where they want to go all that they know is they don't want to go back to whatever it was they used to be despite the fact, to Mitch Morse's point, that it works, that it worked, that it could work. It's who they are. It's who they, It's what they're good at. It's a bad offensive football team. And like I said, it, it just appears no one has an answer for why it's off the rails and no one has an, any inkling of an idea of where to go from here outside of I trust the guys in the locker room. We've turned it around before. Guys have to do their job. We have to execute better. We're focused. We're practicing well. We've had a good week of practice. Blah, 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 blah. It's all words. All just words. And, you know, and in this football game, again, the, the Bills had another. And I know there were two turnovers in the first quarter, but they had another scoreless quarter. Well, Joe, is it, isn't it it acceptable for an offense to have a scoreless quarter? Sure. I mean there's a lot of things that go into that question. Who is the team? Who's the talent? Who's the quarterback? Who's the offensive coordinator? What's the history? What have they shown you in the past? For the Buffalo Bills to have a scoreless quarter, the the 2020 Buffalo Bills, or the 2021 Buffalo Bills, or the first half of the season 2022 Buffalo Bills to have a scoreless first like a scoreless quarter, not a big deal because they're going to put up 14-7 10, 21 in all the other quarters. But when you're consistently game in and game out going through stretches where your offense cannot score, it's not the turnovers. It's not the drop passes. It's not Josh Allen locking into uh, his receiver and throwing a bad interception. It's all salt in the wound, but it's just exacerbating the problem. There's a wound somewhere. Something is wrong. Some, it, on the Pat McAfee show, Adam Schefter was on it, and he said, there's something wrong. Something is not right. Dan Orlovsky has, has come out and said, something is not right. Something is wrong, schematically wrong. Something is wrong with this offense. And it's something somebody is doing or has planned to do. I'm not saying that they're they're, they're being like somehow like, you know, Uh, somebody's trying to ruin this football team, but somebody has an idea or a philosophy that's not working. They believe it. It's on the whiteboard on the whiteboard. It says this will work. And everybody's like, yes, that'll work. And in reality, it's not working. It's not working. Josh Allen has three turnovers in this football game. How do you, how do you drop the football before you even put the football in the belly of the running back? Like, And then you're watching the replay and you can't believe what you just did. I've played a lot of sports, not at a professional level. Generally speaking, regardless, the interception was unacceptable again. Again in a football game, he locked onto his receiver, wouldn't come off of him, throws the football, and allowed the corner, the defensive back, just to make an easy interception by reading his eyes. On, if you are a veteran quarterback who has played in the playoffs a lot and won in the playoffs and played in an AFC Championship games, consider one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, you just can't make that mistake week in and week out. And it just feels like there's no accountability. The only consistent accountability on this football team and it trends back several years, all the way pretty much back to the the Bills, uh, Houston Texans playoff game, the Deshaun Watson that we, the, the first playoff, Josh Allen's first playoff game. The only consistent accountability on this football team is benching running backs who fumble. Earlier, I said that James Cook is the is not the only person that, that should be held accountable. Seems like the only person we want to hold accountable, Deshaun McDermott wants to hold accountable. The only person that gets punished for making mistakes, punished for tipping a football that goes into the defenders. Gabe, if if James Cook is going to get punished for 15 or 20 snaps or whatever it is and sat down because he fumbled on the opening possession where the ball was stripped out of his hands, it's not like he just put it on the ground, which he did later, but the ball stripped out of his hands. If you're going to sit him down, how many balls have to go through Gabe Davis's hands before you sit him down for 15 snaps? Okay, Gabe, because effectively, if the ball hits you in the freaking hands and the ball goes through your hands, if it's a perfectly placed football and it goes through your hands, Gabe Davis, uh, who else? Dawson Knox, pick a, pick a receiver and it gets picked off. That's like a fumble. That's your fault. That isn't, is what it goes on. They hang it on Josh Allen, but it's not Josh Allen's fault. Oh, I know he threw the ball a little too hard. Regardless, the ball hit him in the hands. And this isn't the first time he's ever gotten a heater from Josh Allen. But where is the accountability? Where? Give another super chat. My guy Beantown Brandon back into the show this morning. I got uh my uh patriot <laughs> patriot fans up in here. My Pats failure uh with Jack Jones uh I, I think it's supposed to be Mac Jones. Uh, maybe could be your success. You think Bills will be interested and in put a claim in? Oh, Jack Jones, the corner. I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, I think the Bills need some D- back, D- uh, defensive back help. I don't think so. That's that's. Uh, thank you for the super chat, and you're incredibly generous, uh, Brandon. Um, I would say no. I don't think that – I think the Buffalo Bills are very comfortable with who they have at corner. In fact, um, when Trey, hopefully, if he's healthy next year, comes back, they're they've got a little bit of a full – Defensive back room, even though they've got some injuries right now. So what you're looking at, you know, with bringing in Razul Douglas, uh, obviously, you know, Christian Benford looks like he's gonna be a starter in this league for a very long time. Dane Jackson can play in this league and has played in this league for several years. Um, the Bills are have what they need at defensive back. Now they're getting a little bit old at safety, but you got to like what you saw from Taylor Rapp. Like Taylor Rapp was a hammer out there. He was he brought an edge and a fire. And he brought violence to this football game that we have not seen from this team in a very, very, very long time. So in regards to Jack Jones, um, I I, I don't it's not outside the realm of possibility. This is a defensively head coached team. Right. Um, And they do like to collect corners and defensive backs. It's possible. Just not sure that it's going to happen. So, Brandon, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. Super, super, uh, super appreciate you. But getting back to accountability, the only person that's held accountable accountable on this team are the running backs. It's not James Cook specific. Devin Singletary was punished like a little child many times. Zach Moss was punished like a little child many times. Um, I can think of several instances and cases where running backs on this team, basically for running back, the only thing that is not allowed on the Buffalo Bills, the only thing that's not allowed is to be a running back and fumble. Everything else is okay. Everything else is not acceptable, but passable. Like, well, it is what it is. But if you're a running back and you fumble and you're a Buffalo Bill, you're leaving the game for 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's ridiculous. There needs to be more accountability. I want to see accountability. If you're going to do that and you're going to have the balls to hold a running back accountable that way, spread it around the team, right? If a defensive back – you know, loses if, if Micah Hyde does what Micah Hyde did la, did last week, where he basically pressed the line of scrimmage, uh, allowing the tight end to squeak uh, to sneak out behind him. Totally lost track of his man, his responsibility, and the tight ends wide open and catches a touchdown that basically causes you to lose the game. Set him down. If you're going to set the running back down, set the safety down. Right? As I said, if the wide receiver, regardless of what his name is, tips a ball and it gets intercepted, set him down. If you're going to set the running back down, sit him down the only person that should be effectively impervious to a mistake right and and having to be punished in game is your starting quarterback and probably your center and then it probably wings out to the offensive line from there because offensive line they're they're getting attacked every single play of every of a, every snap that they're on but at the end of the day if you're going to be overly accountable for one position on a football team be overly accountable to multiple. Let them know what's acceptable and what's not. Otherwise, you just look like a re, it just looks ridiculous. You look, you look ridiculous. It's just lame. It's lame. As I said, coach said in his, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, post game presser that uh, the team, the, the, he feels they're focused, that they practiced well. I believe they practiced well this past week. I don't think they're focused. If they were focused, they wouldn't be doing. Making the simple mistakes that they're making. In fact, when you talk about focus and you talk about paying attention to detail, I'm going to say something um, that I had for later in the show, but I'm going to say it right now. I think the biggest problem this football team one of, uh, one of the wounds or one of the problems that this team has right now because it might not be just one wound, it might be several issues. But one of the biggest ones is Sean McDermott taking over the defense. This team on the other in the other two uh primary aspects of it, offense and special teams has very much lost attention to detail since Sean has got completely or has gone completely all in with the defense. Now the defense has gotten better. uh I couldn't even imagine what this defense would be like with Daquan Jones uh, every week with Matt Milano every week and Trey White every week they would be they pro- probably be probably be almost a historical defense. but his attention to detail on the defensive side, and, and focusing all of, all of his attention there is basically turned turn into a situation where there's a very much lack of detail, lack of attention to detail, the fine details that basically are the things that cause you to win and lose football games. There are things happening on offense and things that are happening on special teams that just aren't acceptable. Now, it's not outside the scope of what we've seen in the past. We just haven't seen this much of it. We've seen it pop its head up rear its ugly head and then something happens and we lose a game or something happens and it hurts a situation, a game situation, but this is week in and week out. It's just, it's just the attention to detail on offense by these players, the attention to detail on special teams by these players. It's just not great. Josh says he has faith in his players in that locker room because they've turned it around before and they've gone on a tear and you know what they have, he's not wrong. It's still not outside the realm of possibility. Highly unlikely. Mitch Morse said they have to look each other in the eyes, as I told you, and get back to to what they know works. Maybe they can. Maybe they won't be allowed to get back to what works. I'm still reminded of John Fina saying that Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, Josh Allen, and Steph Diggs need to go in, call a meeting with Coach McDermott, Dorsey, and Brandon Bean, and just effectively be like, make this make sense, whatever it is you're trying to get us to do. Because it's not working. We're ten games in. We've lost five winnable games. Maybe four of them were winnable. We've lost five games. You know, Josh said it during the press conference as well. You know that his confidence level in himself and this team is still very high. I would challenge all of you to go back and watch his press conference. He doesn't look very confident. He doesn't look very confident in his pressers. He doesn't look very confident on the sideline there's just it's there's not a josh allen used to ooze football moxie and there's times when we see flashes of that come back last week against the Bengals, when he pointed at the defensive back or the linebacker after he after he juked him out of his basically out of his sneakers but Josh, that used to be josh that swagger was josh all the time right and then he would have the occasional he throw the throw the interception have a bad play fumble the ball and come off the field a little bit dejected Josh looks dejected more now than he does like look like he's having fun, and I know that people we have talked about it. It's just, it, it just, it, I I don't know where this goes. I mean, there's a, there's a great deal of just imagine having Josh Allen and these weapons, right? Steph Diggs, James Cook, Dalton Kincaid, right? This offense, it's better. and then you've got a defense who has lost several all-pro starters. And you not only need that defense with Josh Allen and those weapons to keep you in games, but maybe you need them to win it for you. The Buffalo Bills are probably 8 and 2 right now if the defense can score points. If this defense who's been playing out of their mind, outside their minds, playing Beyond their capability, if they could find a way to intercept the football and return it for a touchdown or pick up a scoop and score on a fumble, the Buffalo Bills are probably winning some of these games. And we're probably having different conversations, even though there's going to be some of us that are out here like, oh, this offense is a problem. But at least the Bills are winning and they can figure the defense is giving them time to figure it out. It's hard to imagine this offense with this quarterback and these weapons and what we've seen from it before needing this defense to keep it a much maligned defense needing it to keep them in games. It's it's just unbelievable. And it's been the story of the entire season. When you unfold and you unpack the narratives and the conversations about this year, when the bills lost one game or two, the first game to the jets, and then they lost the second game, you know, it, it basically inexplicably losing to the jets on opening night against Zach Wilson, after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt on the fourth play of the game, a game you should never lose. Oh, it's a week-to-week league. They rallied around Zach Wilson. No, they didn't. He played horrible. That team played horrible. You played bad, but it's a week-to-week league. Okay, fine. Lose another game or so, and then it's about execution. Well, we're just not executing enough. We gotta we gotta get better about executing. We well, well, your coach just said you're focused and you're practicing well. So what's the execution issue? Because all that gets fixed. All ex execution in games gets fixed and hammered out in practice so are you not practicing well and now we're at the point where it's like well these football teams the bills are playing are giving them their best they're playing they're playing teams that are giving them their best they you know they're going out and they're and they're showing the world they want to show the world how good they are so when they play the buffalo bills in prime time they're they're putting you know they're they're planting the flag and trying to make a statement Last night in this game, did you witness a Broncos team giving a dominant Bills team everything they could? Did you watch an inferior Broncos team going blow for blow with a juggernaut in the Buffalo Bills? Did you see a team excited about the opportunity to show the world exactly who they are and what they're made of against a Super Bowl favorite? You didn't. It's not what you saw. You watched a football team once again, offensively play way down to their opponent, an inferior opponent that was getting drive starts where they basically needed to go 30 yards over and over and over again to kick a field goal, and they couldn't even do that, let alone score touchdowns. They offensively play way down to their opponent. Something is broken. And you've got to hand it to – I mean, if you're giving due to out, you're giving it to the entire defense. And I know, right, I know they gave up at the end. Not gave up, but they let up at the end. They had to. There, there's only so far you can go. There's only so much you can do. There is a measure in all of this that the guys on the other side of the field are paid as well. There's good football player, Cortland Sutton. As much as everybody wanted Jerry Judy at the trade deadline, I wanted Cortland Sutton. That, to me, that guy would be the epic number two across from Stefan Diggs. But here we are, waiting for this offense to wake up. Here we are, this defense, waiting for this offense to just wake up. Waiting for a sleeping giant, which this offense is, to end its slumber. Because once again, we watched an offense sleepwalk through a game. And at some point in time, that defense has to look those offensive players in the eyes, man to man, and demand more. Not only the guys that are suiting up and putting it on the line every week, even the injured guys. I want to see Daquan Jones. I want to see Micah Hyde, who didn't play. I want to see Matt Milano looking those offensive players in the eyes, going, What is up? What is happening? What are you doing? Figure out who you want to be and go out there and play your best football because you're not. We're doing everything we can. We're holding up our side of the bargain. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be accountability. At the end of the day, when you watch, if Sean McDermott is going to stay your head coach, and I'm not calling necessarily for him to be fired. I would call for ken dorsey to be fired in fact i think ken dorsey is going to be the scapegoat at some point soon maybe not in 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 season but <laughs> the day after locker cleanout, we're probably going to get an announcement that ken dorsey has been relieved of his duties sean doesn't really fire guys in season necessarily let's ride it out and let the season go to hell we'll make changes at the end <laughs> even like robert sala robert's like oh it, we, we can't change quarterbacks it's too hard it's like, uh, your quarterback's awful, bro. You might want to consider change. We can't do it. We just can't change quarterbacks. It's too hard. And Sean McDermott lives in that same space. Like, we can't we can't make changes now. It's way too hard. It's like, oh, uh, what, what if what if what if you, you pull a Raiders and you make a change and like you start winning football games? Is it is it still too hard? But at the end of the day, we have a defensive head coach, and the Buffalo Bills have spent way more money on defense outside of Josh Allen. Than they have spent on offense and we have learned that whatever magic Sean McDermott has defensively, whatever he has learned, whatever has been indoctrinated in him, whatever schemes, whatever philosophies he has defensively, his ability to make players play better, his ability to make players play outside themselves, his ability to make Deep defensive backs look really good. His his ability to make linebackers look really good. His ability to to do what he does on defense basically puts you in a situation where I don't ever want to see them spend another dime on on defense. If we can lose five starters, three or four of which are all pro-level starters, and they can still play like this on defense, spend every dime you've got going forward on offense. And the reality is, is outside the cap, start spending money on a real offensive coordinator. Go get somebody that knows how to make Josh Allen a winner because Josh Allen cannot do it himself. Josh Allen is not Peyton Manning. Josh Allen is not Tom Brady yet. There's still time. He could become one of those guys. Josh Allen is not Dan Marino. He needs somebody that can make him a winner. They can take his talents, his abilities and all of his strengths and help him build upon them. Then go get a real wide receiver too. Because we don't have one. Maybe even a real wide receiver three. Because we don't trust the ones we have. Then fix the O-line. Something's got to be done. There's got to be accountability. Somebody's got to be held accountable outside of the running back. On this freaking football team. Uh, let's see. So, last night after this football game, I'm going to get to your tweets because there's a lot of them. Uh, but Bill's Mafia has been incredibly up in its feels. The Buffalo Bills, after this game, uh, have lost to the Denver Broncos. Uh, by the way, I <clears throat> I crafted this tweet five minutes before the game ended. The Buffalo Bills have lost to the Denver Broncos, falling to 5-5 five and five on the season. Playoffs? Who knows? How are you feeling, Bills Mafia, reading your tweets live on the show at 8 a.m. Eastern time? Let's kick this thing off. Scottish Bills Mafia Jason at Jason Scott Bills. My guy is going to be in town this next week for the Jets game. So all the way from across the pond from Scotland coming over to uh, hang out with us for this Jets game. Hopefully the Bills could show up. Jason or Jason's going to show up. Hopefully the Bills do too. One last big overreaction. It's time to bench Josh Allen. He's a turnover machine. <laughs> That's a bit of an overreaction. I don't know that it's time to uh, to bench Josh Allen, but accountability would be nice, right? Kev D at Kev D one, two, three worst. I felt since Josh Allen, 17, J 17 joined the franchise. The bills are broken and don't appear fixable. At least not in the short term. Beth from Buffalo at Beth underscore I'm are at Buffalo underscore Beth. I'm stunned by all the mistakes, seeing lots of criticism of McDermott's decision to blitz at the end, losing faith in him now too. So we we talked about this. I don't have a lot of criticism for calling two house blitzes in a row. Again, I'm going to say it again. Number one, the first one worked. Second of all, the defense was gassed. He really, I mean, it was the last card he had to play. Um, but yes, it, it was inevitable. Did anybody really think that when the Bills scored with two minutes left in the game that they were going to be able to hold him? I didn't think so. It came back to what the Bills have done a lot. Too much time on the clock. The Bills have to find a way. They've got to figure out a way to score winning drives, game-winning game-winning points without giving the other team more than enough time to work with. It's happening way too much. Savage underscore Trish, Queen of Chaos, the uh, social media manager for Overreaction Buffalo. Even if the Bills do somehow manage to scrape by and make the playoffs, they aren't winning shit, she says. This is not a playoff caliber team. We hear the same gosh darn shit, she's mad, <laughs> in the postgame pressers every week, and yet nothing changes. A team that can't adjust is not a team that goes far. Nailed it. Nailed it. Kevin Pasidi at Pack underscore 15 fire sale off season coaching staff, scouting, overrated, overpaid veterans, all of it. I don't think there's going to be a fire sale at the end of the season, but that's when we're probably going to see the accountability. That's probably when we're going to see, like I said, Dorsey fired. I don't know that Joe Brady is the answer. Joe Webb, Joe Brady. I, we'll, we'll see. Bill S at CRZ bill, by the way, I can have normal conversations with people about the Buffalo Bills and never get a name wrong, but whenever I am live, like my like when 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 the name is coming out, <clears throat> Joe Brady, I question it. And like for some reason, it only happens to me live, and then I get lost and stuck on a name and I can't remember who it is. So just a little insight. Like if you are ever talking to me just around a beer at a tailgate, like I am not gonna mess up people's names and I am gonna remember guys from the past, but for for some reason when the mic's in front of me and it's live, like I begin to question it. Are you sure? Are you sure that's the right name? So yeah. Bill, asks, Bill S. at CRZY Bill, I have asked you uh, after we lost week one as a joke and you resented the notion. Now I ask again fairly seriously, seriously this time. Are you sure we're not tanking the season for Marvin Harrison Jr.? That's my reaction. We are not tanking the season for Marvin Harrison Jr. It's time to fire Dorsey. The defense played well. Offense, not so much. My guy Payton at Payton. Uh, he's got the Captain America uh, from the Avengers where they're like, well, we're going to lose. And he's like, well, then we'll, that, we'll do that together too. And uh, I don't know, man. I think there's a mutiny at foot. I think there's a breaking point. I think there's a moment where I said there was cracks There was cracks in the foundation or there, there were fissures last week. I think we're about to see some. Eric at Eric Boski, McDermott's uh, McDermott's D played incredible, but this horrible management in high stress game, but his horrible management in high stress games uh, on the line in game online situations are constantly causing losses. He's not great at it. He almost needs somebody to help him with those situations. Um, There's a lot of people calling for a replay on the fumble by Cortland Sutland. I think it was Cortland Sutton that, that they they thought it was a fumble, but it was more of an incomplete pass than the, the first down. It was way towards the end of the game. I I question it, it being a complete pass more than a than a than a fumble. No challenge. Challenge never came. Uh go Bills SCT at Elder Baloth 21. B A L O T H 21. If the booth where the play caller sit collapsed and killed everyone tonight, we easily make the playoffs. Oh my gosh oh uh, this is the risk i run when i don't pre-read these things that's funny british bill Dog at british bill Dog. we have the third hardest remaining schedule and have lost to some of the worst teams in the league talk about it that that's it right there bills mafia the afc is even tougher this season we're about to, be, to get swept by zach friggin' wilson and we've got the three hardest games after that one patch at soul underscore patching. is it too late to tank for a top 10 pick The Wolf at Shatlocks. Why the F did we go zero blitz two plays in a row? I've already talked about this. Bad quarterback play, bad coaching, bad execution. Going to be a long offseason if we don't make make changes. You're not wrong. Joey V at Joey V2988. This team has lost any sense of identity, any sense of urgency, any sense of humble and hungry. They had their windows. They had their great chance this year, and they just can't do it. Appreciate the tweet. Buffalo Nats fan at John Phillips 7. I'm feeling like we're a 500 team. Well, that's cuz they are. You nailed it. I'm feeling like we're a 500 team when they're literally 5 and 5. That's uh that's the most profound thing we've had yet. Uh special teams, bad punts, too many men, offense, we could only run the football this game, I would say. Lost the squarely on Josh Allen. Uh squarely? Largely, mostly, those are big words. There's something out. There's something fundamentally not right with this football team. I don't know what it is, but there's something not right. Autumn Let somebody just put a huge comment in the chat. Rich K. I see you. I I can't read it, but I see see that giant comment. Uh, Autumn at R E underscore sports. I'm just at a loss for words. This team is unwatchable. I feel for Stefan Diggs. So do I. Uh, I hope he stays with the team. So do I. Uh, We need an off-season of change, yes, and and hard commitment to a new regime and training. Whatever messed up Josh's mental needs to be addressed. Go Bills. But I'm very sad. Autumn, right there with you. Thank you for being a part of the show. Pamela. At Pam Madonna. she says, 8 a.m., hug. And Pamela, where you been? After every primetime show, I've been on at 8 a.m. the next day. <laughs> I'm way too old to be up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so Scottish Bills Mafia Jason is back. He says, uh, you got to laugh, eh? We're officially a bad team. Playoffs, don't talk to me about the playoffs. One more loss, and then we clean house. It's not going to happen until the end of the season. Josie at MC underscore Whittle, I have no feelings. Legit numb. That is a good word. I'm literally getting to the point where I'm numb as well. Well said, Joe. Uncle Fester, Bill's metalhead at Vance Miller two. He's got the uh, oh, frick! I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The old Colts head coach going playoffs, playoffs. Are you kidding me? Playoffs, right? It's because I put playoffs in the in the tweet. Jason C at uh, I'm God's hand. Wow, God's hand is in the room. Everybody panic from uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell movie uh justine marie at justine marie loss we aren't going to the playoffs back to a drought i suspect we're definitely not going back to a drought that's not happening uh los chucky go bills at los morgan five two three one one it's done this is just an empty team ridiculous justine the you guys are yeah you guys are feeling yourselves and it's been a it's been a season of this a whole season of this justine uh at justine lynn she just has the broken heart uh emoji Nicole Marie at NM Bernard. She's got, uh, was it Life is Pain? So Wesley from uh, Princess Bride, Life is Pain. Graham at Bill's Mafia at GPP Pose One. See you next year. All right, Graham, bet. See you next year. Phil at Phillips 24. Josh, what's our draft position? Time to start looking towards April. David S. Brinkley at DS Brinkley. Well, it certainly was a storybook ending, right? Thanks, Dave, for, be, for being a part of the show. Margo from Buffalo. <clears throat> uh, at Margo L. Croix. So, I'm feeling the same as I always do or have for the last 47 years. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. There's no in between. Still I follow. Hashtag burn it all. Hashtag go Bills. c uh, hashtag Bills Mafia at chriswell 73 Well, at least we face the Jets next week. Oh, wait. And then he's got uh, Jim Carrey doing the throw up gif (laughs) andrea williams (laughs) at am wincos she's got the gif i just want to strangle people right there with you thanks for being part of the show paul solano at solia man solano duke apologize for butchering your name i'm a mcdermott defender and have been for a long time last night broke me i think it's time for a change go bills at buffalo pain or buffalo fan pain i should say I want Ken Coleman and new coaches. Uh my screen's jumping around. I apologize. Daniel Burr at Dan Charles Burr. <clears throat> Excuse me. Disappointed, heartbroken. If this is Josh uh being more focused on football than ever, maybe he shouldn't be. I I I I take very uh there's no way he's more focused than he's ever been on football. So that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, he's very much not focused on football, in my opinion. Uh, it seems like there's no joy in this game. The 250 pound golden retriever is gone, replaced by sulking, pensive Josh, surrounded by players who can't or won't execute. Josh is also not executing. I don't, I'm not saying that you're inferring that he was or that he was executing or doing all that he could, but yes, there's a big problem. There's a wound. There's a problem. Will Burke at Burke EW 1997 got a fire. McDermott at this point. James Alexander Perks at Mr J Perks6789. I think the season is over now. Dolphins have the division wrapped up. Mock draft season rolls around earlier and earlier every year. I don't see how Dorsey can keep his job after this. I know it's not all his fault, but a lot of it is. McDermott's seat should be warm as well. James, I don't know that McDermott's seat is warm, but I think Ken Dorsey's is. McDermott did not commit uh, to... uh, what he thought what he felt things that needed to be changed this week he said he needed 24 hours to process because right now he's angry so that goes back to what i said where i think things are about to break and things are about to crack we've seen mcdermott come out vocally and make comments that were towards brian dable when brian dable was the offensive coordinator here um i think something's about to break no i'm not saying somebody's gonna get fired but something's about to break randall stevens at uh, save dave one underscore one fire sean mcdermott Tim Donovan at Tim Donovan five six zero. Bills deserve to lose. Offense sucked all night. And how the hell do you have too many men on feet fi- on the field? I'm sorry, especially when they practiced it. Apparently, that's on the coaching staff. Scott D at K H or K Hasmic. It's over. He says wasting taxpayers' money on the stadium to boot. Well, let's not get too far. Mike Graham at All Right Mike thirteen. Fire everyone. Too many men on the field. Inexcusable. That play right there sums up the way this team has been run all year. You're right. Oh, and Josh, get it together, kid. Can't even uh hand the ball off now. At this point, we are really sur- or are we really surprised? They have proven who they are, and it's a bad football team. Oh, resonates with everything that I've said. Mike, maybe you should do this show. Alex and her at Alexander Her24. It's not who knows this is the season. It's not who knows this is the season. I think you're talking. Oh, I think you're talking about my original tweet. Sorry about that. I get like 80 into these, and it's like I lose track of where I'm at. I Mike 23 uh, at I Mike two, three, three, three. Hold me, Joe. <laughs> I'm a hugger. People that know me know that I'm a hugger, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know that this is what we want to be hugging about. Michael Willoughby at Mike Stro 20. The defense is doing well, but there's a still uh, mental errors at times, but not as profound as the offense. Josh Allen is not e- an elite quarterback anymore. He's still an elite quarterback. Just something's going on. He's still good, but not at the 2020, 2021 level of good. It's true. Avery at Avery Ulrich. Wouldn't be opposed to seeing old Bill jump teams in the division and come o- come on over to Buffalo. I would be opposed to that. Uh, I'm not sure if Bill Belichick would be opposed to it, but I definitely don't want Bill Belichick as my head coach. That's just me. Uh, Kim Boonhauer at Kim Boonhauer Boomhauer two rather. I'm disgusted at this point. Our banged up defense played their asses off, and our offense keeps letting us down. Johnny D at horses and beer. I know there is there is the answer is no. Oh. Are we going to make the playoffs? I know. The answer is no. Gotcha. I need to have, like, the original tweet sheet up for me so I can see it. Uh, it, hello, at 1SQ4VA. I'm not sure how you recover from this. I can't go back to me- mediocrity. The drought killed me. We're not going back to the drought, folks. Let's pump the brakes on that one. Not sure how much longer I can hang in uh, in this season after the season of disappointment. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Colty at ColtRodocus.com. When I die, let the Buffalo Bills offense be my pallbearers. This goes back to the old 90s Bills. So they can let me down one more time. I'm just disappointed and gutted. Brokes at Bills Mafia 45. Trade Josh and start over. It's over and we all know it. Definitely not trading Josh Allen. Do You guys hear yourselves sometimes. Uh, Charlie Byrne, go Bills at uh, Byrne Learning. That's se- the season is over. That's the season, rather. He should, I'm, man, that's the season. The Bills are not playing at a level comparable to a playoff level team, let alone a Super Bowl contender. And he's got the uh, Sheldon Cooper emoji of throwing all the papers in the air. CCDK 1745 at CCDK 1745. It starts with the coaching. This team looks like they have no motivation uh, if they aren't dominating the game. <clears throat> Need to make changes in the coaching staff to uh, reignite the players' fire. Look at how hyped the Raiders uh, are after they're firing their coach. It all starts with coaching. You guys are like right on the same page with me. It's not abnormal. This is pretty normal. One lonely tweet, IB, at Alpha uh, Omega. A little disheartened. To blow a win because of 12 men on the field after Johnson DPI and third down is unbelievable. Still having trouble processing the last 35 seconds. Yeah. Uh, How many more do I have here? There's still a bunch. Man, you guys are up in your feels. Uh, a lot of a lot of playoffs gifts um we're we're closing in on the time i don't think i'm gonna be able to get to all of these uh yeah so i'm gonna close this show out (laughs) leon b at l antonio 84 has the uh ted lasso it's the hope that kills you gif (laughs) logan stillberg i'll pick the pick the jets next week nick uh nick smith clean house J.D., not good. Dr. Robert Seerfoss, the Bills will continue their decline until Allen's contract is over. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Michael Mix, I really resent that my dad brought me to a game at Rich Stadium back in 89 and condemned me to a lifetime of heartbreak, frustration, and agony. Michael, I said the same thing about my dad. <laughs> uh, Chris News, they will have trouble winning one or two games the rest of the year with their schedule. Every offense, uh, Every offensive play looks difficult. It's true. Mac of the Mafia, Fire McDermott, Texas Bills fan. It's our fault. Keep doing the same thing and expect different results. Go Bills. That's pretty much what it is. Nashville, uh playoffs. Question mark. Grim, the Madden curse. It, it, I, it, I'm giving relevance. I'm starting to give relevance and and like to the Madden curse. That like Josh Allen isn't injured, but that like everything around him is going to crap. Upstate New York dude, complete and total cluster F. Johnny O. Oh man, this is effing hilarious. <laughs> uh jeff s playoffs where's jim mora when you need him that's who it was jim mora that's the name the head coach bob brooks not a playoff caliber team finish out and on next year look uh look this faka f-a-k-a disappointed but still optimistic uh but the football gods will come to their senses and let the luck swing our way stay confident i'm gonna stop pretty much right there just pretty much more oh the same ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you guys hanging out with me Early in the morning on a Tuesday, post a Buffalo Bills ridiculous another ridiculous loss. Uh, yeah, so uh, we uh, face the Jets. It's a four twenty five football game. I'll be at this game. Jason from Scotland will also be at this game, and a bunch of you. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys. Haven't been to a couple of games. This might be the last game that I go to just because of my schedule um, and just with the holidays coming up. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining me, for hanging out with me. Uh, a lot of you been hanging on this morning um yeah i don't know where this goes guys i don't know i don't know what the season is going to bring but i'm going to stick to what i said that uh there's a problem the problem is not just the turnovers the problem is not just the drop balls the problem is not just josh allen there's a greater deeper lingering issue i have no idea what it is but they've got to get it fixed and not only for this year they've got to get it fixed for next year because they can't go into next year like this either whatever they're trying to force whatever square peg they're jamming into a round hole it's not working. And to Mitch Morse's point, they've got to get back to what they know works. Period. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned into the overreaction Buffalo Sports Show, post-game show, brought to you by the market dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. I appreciate all of you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, till next time, go Bills.